Okily dokily, let's put on our game faces. Game on! Woo! This is Bronco Nation, a Midwest communications podcast. Here's your hosts, Jordan Lass and Jim Lawless. We were supposed to bring this episode to you yesterday, and it was supposed to involve a special guest, but... um, And it was supposed to be recorded in another studio, so we had a third mic. Correct. But the person in question... um, Is this this a TV hotshot? It is. Uh, See, that's what it is. He's too big for us. I was going to say, apparently, (laughs) my brother too good for us. Um, He was supposed to come in and talk draft because, you know... He works so many broadcasts. He works for the Colts, yeah. so he sees some stuff that we don't. You know, he works for Louisville, mm. or oh, that was like a combination. Right, Louisville. There we go. Uh, so he was going to bring some insight on our new football coach. Obviously, being around him the last couple of years, yeah. yeah. But so, totally, totally worthless. Correct. Just like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, totally worthless. Why do they even have it anymore? I mean, okay, I just want to touch on this because there are a couple of friends of mine that are just, they're on fire over this, mainly because Warren Zevon didn't make it. I don't even know who that is. Um, Werewolves of London. It's the... Uh, You're talking French. Well, the sampler, the sampler of uh, Werewolves of London appears on Kid Rocks all summer long. So... I'm just going to sidestep so you, yeah, Kid well, Rock. You, well, uh, it's worth sidestepping. Anyway, speaking of who doesn't <laughs> speaking of who doesn't belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, speaking of <laughs> things that people no longer care about. Right. Now, a couple of these, uh, I don't know, Cheryl Crow might be in Kate Bush a little bit over the top to be in the Rock and Roll Hall. I mean, come on. First of all, is it Rock and Roll? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it is. You know, basically anything 1955 till the present could be nominated for the rock and roll hall of fame, regardless of its rock and roll, classical R and B, whatever you want to know what helped out K Bush stranger things. Yeah, probably I would say so now, George, Michael, Willie Nelson. Oh yes, absolutely. Why did it take this long to get George in? That's what I'm saying. And see, that's what's killing me. He should have been one of the original nominees or at least when he passed, Right, that too. Um, the spinners, yeah, yeah, okay. They were they they were influential in the seventies for R and B music. I'll give them that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and I like a lot of their tracks. So there you go. Uh, definitely Willie Nelson, though. You know, come on. Who doesn't There's, love Willie? Yeah, that's right. Um, and there are a couple. There are a couple others. You know that you could mention, but it's what is it anymore? Is it even in Cleveland for crying out loud? Do you want to know what it is? A popularity contest. It is, yeah. And that's it. It's like the uh, Michigan Association of Broadcaster Awards. Yeah, well. I, <laughs> now, if you were nominated and won an award, you would I be, have. Well, you'd be just like everybody else. You'd be snapping your picture all dressed up in a suit and tie with your award, smiling away, maybe. For the gram. Well, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I know it doesn't really mean a whole lot. Well, yeah. I mean, we hey, had we had a station of the year in Wisconsin, a rock station in Market Two or Three, a couple of years ago. The next year, they flipped it. Hey, we've been station of the year here, WKZO. We know? had a station in Lansing, Morning Show of the Year. Guy yeah. gets fired. Yeah. <laughs> you brought us this wreck of a trophy. Get out. <laughs> and that's all i'll say about that <laughs> well if you haven't noticed we we have not gone there yet with the exception of somebody standing us up this is bronco nation i am jim he's the stood up jordan actually we're both stood up yes um and i know he's listening he's probably one of the loyal listeners that we have so austin do better who me or him him okay yeah you I, know, I could I could upgrade the easily, but you know it's a shame on me for thinking that my family would actually come through for me. Oh, 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 oh! I think ooh, and that's a shot at the entire last clan oh. and Nimi's. You won't be visiting the east side of the state anytime soon, will you? Well, they're all or, Grand Rapids. Oh, area. you won't be going to Grand Rapids anytime soon, will you? Probably not. I wouldn't. <laughs> Fighting words. Yeah. 
and now your wife works in Grand Rapids, technically she's a lass. If she takes a beating out of this, it's all on you. Every single bit of it is on you. Uh, you know, I need to write this down. Four minutes in, we're going to use that as the station promo. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, speaking from experience with failing, I'm just raising my hand. You can't see it right now, but I'm right here. I'll, dude, I could write a book. I'm telling you, I could, write a book. I could write a book. And a lot of it is me. A lot of it is me. Some is not. And I will change the names to protect the innocent, but you know. <laughs> we, you know, we could have Zoomed or Skyped him in today, but... Um, no, yeah. he doesn't even deserve that. He's working a double header for the Tigers today. And uh, are they, they're not even on the break yet right now, I don't think. Mm-hmm. No, they're not, as a matter of fact. It, we, could, we, could be, uh, we, could, we could be like uh, in real time here almost, kind of, sort of, without being in real time. Once I find my app that I wanted, boom, thank you. I think, yeah, Tigers had to split, you know, because when you schedule baseball games in late April, early May in Michigan, you flip a coin regardless. And, yep, bottom of the third, so he's working. And the next uh, the next game is 640, so 615 pregame on the Detroit Tigers radio network and WKZO. Game right now is on WKZO, but by the time you listen to this, that game's going to be gone. So, and there you go. <laughs> is it hot in here today? It's a- it's up. It's in the fifties outside. Which I'm talking about gets, in this studio. It get, which anytime it gets above forty, this studio just starts. Ah. How much you want to bet somebody's got the heat on? I'm no. sweating right no. now. No. I'm telling you, dude. No. Either that no. or they got the AC set at like seventy eight. I have back sweat. You're welcome for that visual. I didn't need that. I think my pits are getting moist now, too. Good Lord. I did not need that. Why are we getting the best hockey ever in the first round? All these game sevens and all these upsets going on. I love it. I love it. You know, I listen to a, a radio show in Detroit, sports. and uh, Well, of course you do. Let me guess. 97-1 the ticket. Mike Valenti. I just correct. filled it in. And like I said, they do on the board every day. And they've got Kenny Cott, one of the producers, phone screeners. Uh, he's a big hockey guy. So last year, yesterday, his pick was uh, Panthers <clears throat> off a game seven where they basically blew their wad to get past Boston. He bet them last night. He had the cojones to bet a team off of that type of win. I totally figured it would be a letdown. And Mike tried to tell him the same thing. Basically, you got to be a degenerate to bet on that kind of game. Yeah. Yeah, not not in that situation. Not when but you just won. came off a of game seven. Yeah, but they won. <sighs> didn't we? Like... Didn't we discuss gambling last week? Do we need to go over this again? <sighs> no, no, let's not. This is why I stay out of it. But yeah, Florida, um, Colorado's gone too. Boston and Colorado, you're two. You're pretty much your uh, Stanley Cup final favorites. Gone in round one. Ten teams have won the cup in the last 15 years. None of them are in the running. Yeah. This this sports year is nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, look at March Madness. I know. Nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, the NFL is going through a big shift this year. There are going to be new teams ready to compete for the Super Bowl, and you know where I'm going with that one. Uh-huh. Um, even baseball. Holy crap. The Rays? The Pirates. The Pirates? Yeah, the Pirates. Where did they come from? I know. It's like, huh. It's just crazy here. You know things are bad when your team is worse than the Pittsburgh Pirates. And that's quite a few teams. Yeah. I'm just saying. (laughs) My goodness. Yeah. Are you hearing much from... uh... The campus of WMU, as far as, you know, any transfer portal stuff. I took a peek. I didn't make any notes, though. I'll go peek again while we're sitting here and, and you're again, researching we were where we to... should go next. Because we just fly off the seat of our phones, pants, computer screens, whatever. We have no itinerary. We have nothing. We just open up the mic and something comes out of our mouths and we call it a podcast. Well, we were supposed to have... <laughs> 
some uh, insider information. Yeah. On a yeah, certain, Austin. On a certain football coach. Yeah, Austin. Mr. Lance Taylor. But uh, yeah, we don't have that. I haven't, even, I haven't even met the guy, and I'm just like. <sighs> well, here's here's what I'll tell you. He he's my twin, so we look similar. Uh, and if you guys think that I'm a jerk, he's about twice as worse as I am. Well, I can tell you the non-conference schedule came down for uh, the Broncos. I know we talked about Hockey? the conference. Yeah, we talked about the conference side. I'm that, not going to lie to you. I was pretty let down by that non-conference schedule. Well, yeah. It's kind of weak. It's, if I'm being a, honest, well, it's a little it, weak. It's a Ferris home and home, uh, uh, Bowling Green home and home. Um, St. Lindenwood. Or St. L- or Wind- two Lind- in Lindenwood and two here with Lindenwood. Yeah, I, and saw, then I saw Lindenwood on the schedule and I said, who? Who? Okay, so we're four no, games. Okay, who? okay, so we're not priming up on pairwise points in our non-conference. That's fine. That'll end great. Maybe we just sweep everything and we're okay. Of course, I'm asking a lot, but you know. But yeah, it's uh, it's uh, a little lackluster. Let's be honest. We can call a spade a spade. It's all right. Well, what if they do sweep? Then, then life is good. Life is good. And then but... we have to worry about the NCHC, where Correct. life can. Go absolutely crazy. Hell in a handbasket real quick. In a New York minute. Yeah. Zero to 100 real quick. All right. Taking a look at the uh, football forum on the Stampede board. And uh, how about MSU losing everybody? (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like their starting quarterback. Yeah, but. and, And wide receiver and somebody else hit the portal. But here's my thing. Everybody wants to jump all over Tuck and be like, what's going on up there? And it's like, okay, they finally got nipped in the portal to starters. These are the first starters that have entered the portal for them. Right. So I think some people are kind of overreacting here. Um, And with the Peyton Thorne thing, he wasn't that good. Who cares? Mm -hmm. He stunk. I'm not going to lie to you. He stunk. So I really don't care that he's gone. Give somebody else a chance. Right. So right. I, I I don't know. At first I was like, uh, you know, this, this might be panic button time. And then I started thinking about it and it's just like, we got to settle down a little bit. Right. Hey, Zaire Barnes though, drafted sixth round to the New York Jets. So good for him. Uh, Jaden Reed, former Bronco, um, finished up his career at Michigan State, uh, went to the Packers as the 50th overall pick. And, of course, uh, someone I, – I was posting a couple of things and someone posted, is Jaden Reed involved or included with Broncos being drafted? No. No. Transfer portal. Um, Sorry. He, 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 he left Western. He, he did. He walked out. So, no. He gets no love. You know what I think is really funny? The second – Aaron Rodgers leaves. They draft two tight ends, a receiver, get all these weapons. Um, but again, they don't take one in the first round. Are they allergic to taking weapons in the first round? Instead, they took a guy that didn't start one game in his college career in Luca Van Ness. And I'm not exaggerating. Google it. Yeah. Might be a great player. Didn't start a single game. I will say, and let's 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 uh let's go draft happy here. The the Lions picks. I first two. I I I I'm going to trust it. The first two picks should have been second round, but they went in the first for reasons. Yeah, and and I'm gonna you get know. into that. Um, um, I'm the media is all over the road. Cowherd thinks the Lions. The, the draft was eh, kind of right down the middle for him. You know, yay, nay, yay, nay. Uh, a couple of other pundits out there think the Lions draft totally sucked. Uh, Sports Illustrated, one of the writers think the Lions won the draft. Yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah, and you, you don't know what to think. You know, I was mm-hmm. not pleased after they took a running back 12th overall. Um, and but I, there are reasons. And I wasn't pleased with reaching for a uh, running back of the defense, a yeah. stand-up inside linebacker at 18. Right. However, I have gotten older and with 
with with how did how did you manage to gain all this age in a matter of days? I tell me your secret, and I'll stay away from it because I'm already older than dirt. So you know, <laughs> with age has come more wisdom, more reasoning, more understanding. I was irate. Let's oh, be I know clear you here. blew up my phone. You blew up my flipping phone. I know that. Jameer Gibbs at twelve. I just it, at the time it was like, what are we doing? Now stop right there. Because he's not going to make that second contract. He's going to play the five years, <clears throat> and you're going to let him walk. Because what don't we do, Jim Wallace? Pay running backs. Keep it right here. The, I think we got another upgrade. I think we upgraded when we when we when we traded for Montgomery. I think we got that. But I think. With Gibbs, you have better hands than Swift. You do have explosive speed like Swift. Hopefully, he's not injury-prone like Swift. That's the winner right there. You need somebody to play 16, 17 games, well, not not 10 to 12 a year and then sit out the rest because you're hurt, right? Yes, you didn't let you kind of didn't let me finish because it's like well, I just I wanted to get that off my chest because that's what I do in in, in my little squirrel world. Well, because because <laughs> I'm in I'm in your camp. I wasn't pleased with it at first, but as I had a few days and time to think about it, these are win now picks. Yep, twelve and eighteen were win now with second you, rounders. Yeah, in the first, but here's the. Here's where we go further into this. What does that tell you about the first round grades that the Lions had on other people? They didn't. Yeah. They, they did not think very highly of many people in this draft. Right. But a guy like Gibbs with his playing ability, he catches the ball out of the backfield. He's going to be a type of person you ground and pound with um, Montgomery, and then that's going to open up the play action. So you're going to see him catch a lot of balls out of the backfield. He might even line up as a slot. Uh, he's got a lot of ability. He's being compared to guys like Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Chris Johnson, yeah. the old running back for the Titans. When you're being compared to these names, you're an X factor. And that's what Jameer Gibbs is going to be next year. He is going to be an X factor. And it's kind of what... Brad Holmes was saying after the first round, he was getting crushed and he basically said without saying it, y'all don't understand. And at this point where I've gotten with this whole thing, we've trusted the guy up till now. We have to continue to trust the process. We have to, we can't bail now. He did these moves in the first round for a reason. It's instant impact camp. Campbell will come in. He'll be a leader on that defense. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of positive. Now, what if I have done things differently? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I would have picked a guy at 12 that could have been in your franchise more than five years. Because, again, you're not paying Jameer Gibbs. No matter how good he is, you're not going to pay him the ridiculous amount of money that guys like Saquon Barkley and Derrick Henry got because we've seen it. The proof is in the pudding. When you pay a running back, Typically, those teams don't win anything of value. They don't. And they have not. So, yes, I would have liked somebody that was going to be on a, the team for maybe a decade. But at the same time, I preached it all offseason. This is your year. It's win now. So what did they go out and do? They made win now picks. Mm -hmm. uh, and getting Branch in the second round, somebody that was projected to be a first-round pick that has a built-in chip on his shoulder now. I don't know if you heard the video of him talking about being one of the three players that was in the green room that didn't get picked in the first round. He was the only one that stayed because he wanted to prove a point to all the teams that passed on him. So he's going to come out with that chip instantly on his shoulder, wanting to prove everybody wrong. So to me, getting Branch where you did really did save that first round because, like you said, uh, we kind of got two first round or two second round um, picks in the first. Right. So you ended up with what four uh, second round picks. Now, while I can defend those, I liked Branch. I really did like Laporta. 
the tight end. Because mm-hmm. I've been saying, if Michael Meyer was so sweet, why did he drop? If, um, I don't remember the other one. Uh, you know, I would have liked Dalton Kincaid instead at 18. But if you're going to take a tight end from anywhere, take it from Iowa. <laughs> because it's tight end university, and we all know that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Laporta didn't have the the glamour and the sex appeal behind him because he didn't have a quarterback. If he has a quarterback that's even remotely better than Spencer Petras, he could have been a first rounder. Correct. So, and it, it's the same thing with Nolan Smith. I thought he was a better pick at 18 than Campbell. But again, if he was so sweet, why did he drop to 30? To a team that can afford to take a risk. Because from what I'm hearing, much like his buddy uh, Jalen Carter, who was also taken by the Eagles, character issues. Character issues. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This Jamo thing, I, I, I hope this kid has learned his lesson and he comes back just and goes off the rails. Yeah. Ball back we'll on my see. rails. We'll I, see what we'll see what ha- we'll see what happens there now. Where I was going with all of that yeah, was, it was at third I round. cannot defend Hedden Hooker. Yeah, I can't do it. Cannot do it. Because here's my thing. It's asinine asset allocation. You could have had a guy that could start right now. This is going to be Jordan Love V 2.0. But instead, you took a guy who's turning 26, coming off a catastrophic knee injury, who's going to sit for possibly two years. He's not even medically cleared to play. So I just, I don't get it. And here's the thing. If he plays, not going good. In my best gravelly, stony voice, sick, stony voice. Well, we'll pro- we may be. If I- he sees the field in the next two years, not good. I, mean- I just, I don't understand it. Why would you take somebody that, and here's the thing. You don't get the fifth year with him. You get four years. So two of his four are going to be spent on the bench. If not more. Like, what are we doing? Could be a trade piece down the road. Uh, that's kind of my thought. May, that It could be insurance. Well, one, it's insurance, too. Could it's be a trade piece. It's hedging your bets for sure. But at the same time, it's just like, what are we doing? And, okay. And in hooker. Brad Holmes has not steered us wrong. He knows something. He knows you want to know something. What, want to know what it is? And he's allowed to drop the ball on occasion, but don't do it on a quarterback. I'm glad you agreed because you were talking about Hooker all off season. I well, my like you like with you grew up a little. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, guys, it's just like 26 catastrophic knee injury. Going to sit probably two of the four years. Um, he's a system quarterback. We haven't even talked about that. Josh Heupel has a system in Tennessee. And if you don't believe me, pop in the tape of Joe Milton's first game and then try to argue with me. You're looking at me like I'm going to argue with you. You're not. I can't. I know you're not. I can't. You can't. Exactly. No. It's it just, guys, asinine. Asset allocation. You could add a starter. And instead, you're going to throw that pick in the trash. Uh, it's like Davis Mills. Houston took him in the third round last year. What was the value of that? None. Because now you have a new quarterback. You just wasted a third round pick. And you guys are probably at home are like, well, it's a third round pick. Jim and I talked about this all offseason. Picks round one through end of third. We call those quote unquote premium assets. And you just wasted one on a guy that will probably never play for you. And if he does, again, not going good. We'll see what happens. Like I said, Brad Holmes must know something. Holy crap, what about the Texans? <sighs> Bam! Well, here's oh, my... Oh, my! It's like, pick two, pick three. Have a good day. Drive safely. Here's the thing, That though. is, that's a railroad right there, man. Do you know who won the draft, <clears throat> in my opinion? Who won the draft, in your opinion? The Arizona Cardinals. Because not only did you get a first rounder out of uh, the Texans, you got their first rounder. And I don't know if you've seen any mock drafts. They currently have the Cardinals with their pick picking at one 
and with the Texans pick, picking at two. And they're stuck with Kyler Murray. Apparently, there's a magic bullet of getting out of that deal. They could trade that first-round pick for Caleb Williams uh, for three first-round picks. It might be the most coveted first-round pick in about the better part of a decade. Mm. They And they traded back. They finally invested in the O-line. And they got a ton of assets to do so. A ton of assets. I, I just, I think they navigated things absolutely perfectly. That new GM knows what he's doing. So that's where I'm at. And seeing what they got out of pick, what was it, three? Were you really going to pay that if you're the Lions to get Will no, Anderson? No, no. No. Absolutely not. So it's like what we saw was Witherspoon was their guy at six. When he got picked at fifth, it was like, well, time to move out of there. Mm-hmm. And you found somebody that did. Maybe would I have sat there and maybe taken a guy like Tyree Wilson or just taken a chance on Carter? Probably. But I can't I can't fault him for trading back and getting assets. Because, yeah. again, they didn't have anybody really highly rated. They just didn't. No. When you look at this draft, this draft wasn't really that big of a deal as we all thought it was going to be. No. You know, it... it at the beginning of the year, beginning of the football season back in September 2022, we were saying, this draft is going to be loaded. We thought it was going to be quarterback loaded. It was tight end loaded. It was tight end loaded. 15. That's about it. Yeah, but that's it. And there was a rush rush of wide receivers in the first round. We did not see that coming. No, no. But who knows? Oh, look at that. Jackson Mahomes arrested, charged with aggravated sexual battery. That's Patrick's uh, brother? Correct. I uh, Jackson just... His TikToks and dancing on the sideline. Well, his self-entitled limit because his brother. Yeah. It's like, who are you, Jackson? Just because your brother's somebody doesn't mean you're anybody. And that's probably what got in the way with that little case. Anyways, okay. I'm not going to go any further into All right. that. Let's let's do something right now, and I'm going to quiz you. Okay. I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. <clears throat> Name for me. All right. After since the draft is done, um, coaching staffs are set. Um, OTAs down the road. That's the next big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, trades are pretty much done. Yeah. Give me your top five NFC, top five AFC. After this last weekend, you know, or what? give me the top, give me the top four, give me the, give, give me division winners, division winners, give me division winners. Um, I think the moves that Detroit has made, they've solidified their or themselves to win the NFC North. Uh, will the Minnesota Vikings and um. Kirk Cousins have something to say about it. I'm sure. Do I believe in Kirk Cousins? Absolutely not. You guys know that if you've been listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's smooth sailing for the Eagles. I think they're going to win the division again. I would um, put them number one. Yeah, probably. Easily. Easily. I think it, it really might come down to the Lions and the Eagles for the number one spot. Really? Uh, coming out of the NFC. I truly do believe so. I've got the Lions. I've got, I, I, I don't know. Uh, let's Niners pick the, let's will pick have the something other to two. say. Let's pick the but other two. At the same time, what are they going to do with quarterback? Well, let's pick the other two, and then we'll line them up uh, one to four. Uh, I, again, San Francisco probably going to take the West. Um, you know, I still don't believe in Geno Smith. I just don't. Um, the NFC South. I know it just got very interesting now, didn't it? Even though it's the a very weak division, it got a little bit stronger with one team. Who? Carolina. Yeah, but it's they, a rookie quarterback. But, but that it may be it, it may be what that team uh, needs. So you have to put that into your speculation. Well, the Saints did get Carr. And that too. Honestly, it probably comes down to the Saints and the Panthers. I don't know what the hell the Falcons were doing taking a running back at eight. Falcons going Falcons. Yeah. Uh and the Buccaneers. With yeah. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Good luck yeah. with that. All right. 
So, all right. So here's how I'm putting my top four in the NFC, and then we'll move on to the AFC. See if you agree with me. You don't already because you've got the you got Philly and Detroit jostling for one. I have Eagles first. Okay. Niners second. Lions third. Whoever wins the South fourth. I like that last one. <laughs> I've also got whoever wins the South at fourth. Um, I don't know, man. I just I think the quarterback stuff is eventually going to catch up with San Francisco. Um, we don't know what Trey Lance is after the injuries. Garoppolo <clears throat> out. Brock Purdy, massive injury. I just think there's too many questions there. Yeah. Um, and they may spoil me and, and be the second seed, but again, you can win games and have the stout defense that they do and have the weapons and stuff, but if you don't have an above-average quarterback, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as I hate Matt Stafford, he's slightly above average, slightly. <laughs> Probably below average now after the injury and everything. Right. And, you know, less talent on his team. But it just, I, I don't know. I don't know what San Francisco's doing. I thought they would have somehow solidified that position better. Um, you know, the Vikings might bone us, but again, I just, I don't believe in guys like Kirk Cousins. He's Jay Cutler 2.0. Uh, and I just think what the Lions did in the draft, they're clearly wanting to win now. I mean, even their unsigned free agents, or undrafted free agents, rather, Mo Ibrahim. I mean, clearly they want him around because they gave him a $100,000 signing bonus as an undrafted free agent. He was a guy that I had talked about drafting somewhere in the draft. So now your running back room is Mo Ibrahim, uh, Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. That has got to be the best running back room since Barry. Yeah. We can actually run the ball now. Oh, and it, it's a threat. It, it, it was that way the second half of last year as well, if you didn't notice. And here's the thing. I so. saw a post about Eagles fans saying <clears throat> how excited they were to get Swift and how he was so underutilized and blah, blah, blah in Detroit. And it's like, okay, Homer, slow the slow down for a second. He was underutilized because he couldn't stay on the field. Availability is a skill, friends, and that is not a skill that DeAndre Swift has. Thank you. So stop chugging the uh, Kool-Aid for a second. Put the green Kool-Aid down. And Swift was a wasn't Swift a uh, a um, Quintricia acquisition? Correct. There you go. We we bled the team dry. Or much. or hang on, hang on, hang on. I might be wrong here. Okay. That, I, I thought so. I thought, and, yeah, maybe in the last year of Quintricia, perhaps. 2020. I think but what, what, I think that was a Brad Holmes pick. Oh, okay. Maybe. I can't remember. Sure was. It was? Mm-hmm. Okay. I like the My pick bad. at the time. I take it back. I take it, it was back. a second-round pick. It was a good draft. Yeah. He just couldn't stay healthy. Yeah. I, I, okay. I got you warmed up with the weaker of the two conferences, okay? So, to finish things out, Detroit 2, Eagles 1. Okay. There you go. Now, the American Football Conference, the conference that is just, even the weaker teams are loaded. It's mm-hmm. scary. Let's go division by division. Check them out. Let's start in the East. I think it stays in Buffalo. I really like the acquisition of Dalton Kincaid, uh, another weapon for um, Josh Smith. I think it's poop or get off the potty time for Josh, though. You mean um, Josh Allen? Correct. Yeah. He, um, he's got to show me something. You got to make an AFC championship, possibly a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He's big. He's got an arm. He's not afraid to run. But you got to show me something. But he got yeah. It's like he he has a bunch of good traits. Correct. We just haven't seen great yet. It's like Joel Embiid. Although or he's Joel. being rated as great. Correct. He's not quite there. He can't win when it matters <clears throat> most, and that that is something that you and I talked about with the Boston Bruins. They won all these games in the regular season, but guess what? It means nothing now. I'll, Absolutely nothing. I'll join you with I'll join you with the Bills. The Dolphins might make it fun, but I'll I'll join you with the Bills. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh I think in the AFC <clears throat> North, P- 
Pittsburgh, it was like, what are they doing in the draft? What are they doing? Uh, Baltimore. Actually, a long lot, walk a lot. for a short drink of water just oh, to bring back Lamar. There are a few. There are a few pundits out there that think the Steelers stole the draft. I don't think so, but um, Cincinnati's taking that one without a doubt. I, I don't even think it's. Close. I don't know. The, I don't know with Lamar hooking back up with the Ravens. Um, Dirty little secret: Lamar sucks. Yeah, but didn't something sign with him? Didn't they sign somebody? Uh, when, got, when Lamar when Lamar said he was going to uh, uh, stay on with Baltimore, this was before Odell. Yeah, Odell. Well, Odell's a threat. Yeah. He's also locker room cancer. Oh, that too. So well, that, 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 that that'll too. end well. Uh, they did get safe flowers in the draft. <clears throat> they did make some nice moves. I just, dude, it's Joe Burrow. Okay, I'll, okay, I'll go. I'll, I'm gonna go with the Ravens. <sighs> I'm, I just, I have a feeling. But, of course, again, like you said, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right? Um, Boston Bruins? Correct. Right, Seattle Mariners? Correct. Right, Kentucky Wildcats? Uh-huh. Right, uh, who else we got? Um, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. My Sharks, when they won the President's Trophy, uh-huh. got beat oh. by the Anaheim Ducks. Okay. Uh, anyways, going to the South, <sighs> It's not going to be one of the better divisions. No, it's it's going to rival the NFC South. But it is going to be a division with a lot of intrigue. You know, here's the funny thing while, while I'm saying that. The SEC is the cathedral, apparently, of college football, and it is located in the South. The two Southern divisions in the National Football State. League suck. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Jacksonville. I really do. Um, I agree. I agree. I do. I, I I think I think this is where Trevor Lawrence becomes uh, Trevor Lawrence. To and be honest thank with you. goodness he got Doug Peterson. Yeah. If oh, you, if oh, it's a great coach. He's a great coach for him. If he would have been stuck with Urban Meyer, we'd be talking about him as a bust. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Tennessee is going to be interesting because it's like you just took a quarterback last year. He's fallen out of favor. Again, this is why we don't take quarterbacks outside of the first round. More than half of them don't work out. Yep. Guys like Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, and Tom Brady are one in a thousand. So, um, yeah, you're you're done with uh, Willis. Is that what his name was Willis? Yeah, Willis. Yeah. Uh, you picked up Levis in the second round. You know what's going on. I'm with- I'm surprised he lasted till the second. To be honest with you, I really am. With the pre-draft talk, I, I mean, they he's very good. But with the pre-draft talk, we had him gone top five. Yeah, but we do this every year, and then somebody I falls. I know, I know. Um, Colts will be interesting with Richardson. I'm not saying they're going to win anything. No. And same with the Texans. Going to be interesting with Stroud, uh, Will Anderson. Yeah. Maybe <clears> it's <throat> your new. Jadavian Clowney, your new J.J. Watt. Maybe maybe they can get closer to the uh, 8 and 9, 9 and 8 mark. But no. May, I said pundits, maybe. Pundits are saying, uh, I said it earlier, they've currently got him slotted to finish second worst. It, the roster is so void of talent. You have a rookie quarterback who may not start right away. And I'm not sold on Stroud. That's why I'm so low on them. I don't. I don't know, okay. but they're not going to be very good. Okay, so the um, Jags in the South, we agree. AFC West, I don't know. Until I can see more from the Chargers, now they did go ahead and get Quentin Johnston. They got TCU's second receiver, and they took the quarterback, Max Duggan. Obviously, he's probably going to be a waste as well. Uh, I just don't understand teams like that taking a quarterback where you do. And that's the only team that can really threaten the Chiefs to be honest with you. It's, it's like, like yeah. what are the Raiders really going to be with Jimmy Garoppolo? He's the it's, same thing as David Carr. It's I've got Derek. I've got I've got it as Kansas City and line up the other 3. <laughs> Essentially. Chargers and, and probably you know from looking at last year's results that you have posted up right here, I I almost like that setup one more time. And but here's the X factor. <clears throat> uh Sean Payton can he resurrect Russ's career? I don't think so. If anybody could do it, he he would. I uh, I, Russ, do, I agree with you. I don't think it's possible. I think Russ is done like dinner. But again, there's that possibility. And if if Peyton pulls it off, he's one of the and best resur- ever. Oh yeah, ever. Yeah, 
Hey, do that, Bill Belichick. You resurrect a quarterback. Ha. Huh. Yeah, I thought I'd bring that up. Huh. Okay, top four, AFC. I want to say KC at one, but it's like, it's kind of like the Golden State Warriors at this point. Do we really think year after year after year after year, they're just continuing to dominate? Like, they've got to fall off a little bit at some point, don't they? At some point. And the fall off might be like third or fourth in the conference, but it, like. It may take Mahomes um, suffering a major injury for that to happen. Correct. Uh, outside, you know, as long as Patrick's in Kansas City, and as long as Patrick is healthy, and as long as Patrick is doing Patrick things that he's been doing over the last few years, the status quo in the West is how is how you see it listed. In the AFC, <laughs> I, at this point, I, there's nothing that I can say that would make me pick anybody else to finish first. Yeah, I got Casey. Uh, Casey, I'm there with. Yeah, as one. Until they show us different, how can we not? Yeah, I I think it's going to be Casey Bills again. One, two. I do, too. One, two. So we've got one and two figured out. Or now, it could flip. I, it could I, be Bill's I, one. That would also take Josh Allen finally showing up for you. Correct. But, again, he has to do that. But I still, I'm still i still KC one, Buffalo two. There's your AFC championship game right there, as long as everything lines up right. Now, yes. um, three and four, uh, well, we have uh, the bank. We, we, we chose the uh, – you, we chose the Bengals, right? You took the Ravens. Or I took the Ravens. Yeah, that's right. I took the Ravens, and I will go ahead, since we picked differently, I'll jump ahead and I'll do three and four, what I think, real quick. Uh, the Ravens, definitely three, and I think the Ravens will be closer in record to that of Buffalo, so it could be a two-three horse race, maybe, possibly. Um, the Jags are going to, unfortunately, but they'll still win the division, but they're going to be number four. See, if I went your route and said, hey, Baltimore is going to win the North, um, I would flip the two. I would say Jacksonville would probably be the three and Baltimore the four. I don't see that happening because of a man named Joe Cool. Um, I've got Cincinnati three. They could even potentially challenge for that second spot. So on. so just pretty much the AFC North, the two teams that we picked could be harassing the Bills. Correct. Yeah. Or the Chiefs, depending mm-hmm. on how or the even, Chiefs depending on how that flips out. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and I'd probably have to put the Jags for. Yeah. I, I will say the American Football Conference is um, a little bit easier to project. Yeah. I mean, there's but, a lot of question marks in the NFC. But, a lot. But, yeah, you know, a ton. You, and you don't know. And, again, like you've said, it's not how you start. It's how you finish. Correct. But someone could start fast and throw everything into a real big spin. And honestly, for the Tigers, I don't need to see six and two. You know, I'm cool with six and four. You know, keep this thing afloat. At least like the first six games. I'm I'm trying to talk about JMO being gone. If you're talking about the lion, the lion, you said Tigers. Lions, yes. Yeah. The Lions are awful. Or the Tigers are awful. Yes, uh, are. The Lions, it's like, yeah, you're, you're, keep it afloat. You're, you're, you're so used to saying the Lions are awful. I know. Lions are I awful. Know. The Lions are awful. Uh, rinse, repeat. <laughs> if they went three and three in the first six and you got J-Mo back, <clears throat> I'm fine with it. I think, what's the first six games? Let's plot that out real quick. Since we, we got a couple, yeah, we got like a couple minutes and we're good. Let's Let's dig up their schedule and see what we have this should be fun i kind of like that idea let's look yeah with the void. it'd be it would be a good way to wrap up our uh our post draft heavy Bonanza. podcast yeah uh brought to you proudly by the way by sweetwater's donut mill three locations in um two in kalamazoo one in battle creek battle creek beckley road and capitol avenue kalamazoo sprinkle road and stadium drive have they released the schedules yet i don't think i they i they, I think they did. Hang on. I think they, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Okay, so. No. They oh, didn't. they have not. Oh, crap. Well, we can't plot it yet. See, I talk, I just jump way ahead. I mean, we know who Bastages. they're going to play. Well, we know, we know they play the Bears on Thanksgiving. That we know. The opponents are set. Yeah. We don't it, know what order they're going to be in. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so Detroit we can't even we can't even project if they're going to be three and three, four and two, two and four, or whatever, you know, before Williams comes back. Nine road games, eight home games. 
Yeah, it's, I don't like That's one bad thing about 17-game schedule. You can't balance it out. Uh, Green Bay, Chicago, Minnesota. Obviously, you're going to get at home and on the road. Uh, you got Kansas City on the road. Or did that change with them not being in that game? No, uh, no, they're, <clears throat> they're still playing the game. They were originally set to play that game over across the pond. Gotcha. But that has been since changed. So we go to Arrowhead. Yeah, that's a loss. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, well, you know. Yeah, well, okay. That is a loss that you want to look at the odds on. And maybe and since I, I don't gamble, I'm not into gambling, I'm not <clears throat> encouraging anyone to, but that could be a fun one to throw a couple of bucks on to see where the, how close the Lions can actually get to the Chiefs. Yeah. You know, at that point in time. And, and that game, again, has not, none of those have been set as to when, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, they head to LA to play the Chargers. They also go down to um, the Dirty South to play New Orleans, Tampa, and then they go a little bit west, still staying down south, uh, playing the Cowboys, and then they finish at some point uh, with Baltimore on the road, mm-hmm. and then at home, obviously, like we said, Green Bay, Chicago, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Also got to welcome Atlanta, Carolina, Denver, Las Vegas, and Seattle. So this is the year that we play the AFC West, right? So we have the Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers. Yep. And AFC West and NFC South. Yeah. Okay. So along with the two in division games. Yes. Per team. So. Yeah, the NFC South helps us out for sure. Oh. Yes, thank you. Huh. And the AFC West will be a very good test. That's like you know, it. We're, we said just a few minutes ago it's probably going to be the Chiefs, but it's not like that entire division is going to roll over and play dead. No, the the Chargers are a very good team. It's <clears> like <throat> if if we had a close game with KC and then um, beat the Chargers, I'm fine with it. Yeah, really am. If you lose both, mm. yeah, I'm there. Because I don't know. Uh, last thing I did want to bring up: okay. Lions are prelim- in preliminary talks with Jared Goff about an extension. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, has there been any details? I did not take a look at look at it. I know they're not going to throw out money amounts right now. That would be totally stupid to do it. But maybe somebody has an inkling on it or knows something that. And what they do is based on if you think they can win a championship with Jared Goff. Now I happen to think so. Yes. And this is where the Hendon Hooker acquisition might just pay off because that's where we could unload. You you, but here's my thing. You you can't lame duck him. You can't. Or maybe he's content to back up for a few years. Even though he may be 29, 30 years old before he finally starts a game. but He's going to have to be. But, but with that in the back of my mind, one, um, one uh, former 49ers quarterback comes to mind who backed up Joe Montana for many years before even seeing the field himself and then had one heck of a career himself, Steve Young. Yep. So that could happen. Who it knows? And, and that, you know, for the 49ers, that was a, that's the best reload you could ever get. Here's to... A quarterback of Montana stature, he's gone. Oh, in comes a new quarterback of equal stature. How, if you could swing that every day, wow. So, yeah, it's just, I'm not paying him, and he knows this, and I'm sure his reputation or representation. He better not ask for 40 mil a year. That's all I'm saying. Here's the thing, though. He's at what? I was listening to Lenny and Rico yesterday, and Rico was comfortable paying around 35 to 38. Mike said it. That's not going to get it done, partner. It's going to cost you 40 million, 40 to 45 million. And And here's the thing. And which team can we thank for that? Uh, Baltimore, the Browns, Arizona. Thank you. But here's the thing if you wait, if there are a group of fans that think it's worth waiting, if you wait and they're six and two after eight, that's a twenty percent markup. Yeah. It's amazing where you where you whip off these big, big money quarterbacks on your roster when your roster has a salary cap. 
Mm-hmm. It's not smart. Baseball's different. This is why we don't no pay cap. running backs. <laughs> exactly why. <laughs> there you go. Well, that was our draft bonanza. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, oh, I want to throw this at you guys. I just learned today um, <clears throat> that uh, Jim McKinney is overworked. I, you know, he's so overworked, he has taken up an affinity for soccer. And <laughs> he's not thinking straight. He, he just, you know, he wasn't thinking straight. I have no clue. But it is what it is. We, we you know, and, and, and McKinney will forever and ever be our soccer guy. Okay. It's just the way it is. But um, he has to pull every Saturday right now because Timmy Bromowski left us. Yes. <clears throat> uh, left WKZL to uh, do other things outside of radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that has stuck McKinney into doing every Saturday morning because it was a trade-off once a month. It'd be McKinney for a month and then Abramowski for a month, and they would alternate host, uh, co-hosting the Saturday morning live shows <clears throat> over on WKZL, which is uh, Creative Cafe at 8 o'clock, uh, Birdwatch at 8.30, and Over the Garden Fence at 9. Um, after him, McKinney had begged 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 and maybe paid off somebody i'm not sure but he finally got what he wanted and i'm coming in this saturday to sit and watch mckinney do his thing which is i've been in kzl's board so many times i did the farm show you know stuff like that way back in the day but um starting um next saturday i'm gonna help out mckinney and do some saturday mornings so you have a chance to hear me do some live radio I, that's all I do. It's outside of this podcast, everything I do in this building is live. That's scary. We call that a shameless plug. Uh, thank you. Or maybe a shameful plug. I don't it, know. It's both. <laughs> but I, I pl- there, I plugged myself. Okay, so deal with that. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Okay. Um, but uh, I don't think I have anything else. Yeah, no Bronco baseball this weekend. Uh, the Tigers on WKZO all through the weekend to the weekend. All 162 games are on. Um, like I said, you know, when we started the podcast, doubleheader uh, against the Mets to make up for yesterday's rain out in Detroit. And uh, let me see, tomorrow, by the way, when, or no, today, is it today where uh, Scherzer starts the nightcap, I think? Mm-hmm. Max Scherzer, I think, starts the nightcap. And then and then tomorrow uh, is Verlander for the day game. I don't remember. I think. I think, yeah. I was trying to, yeah, I was trying to follow along with the Mets and everything else because they had to make up doubleheader Monday, mm-hmm. got rained out Tuesday, make up doubleheader today. Yep. So, and that, yeah, so I think uh, Scherzer starting the nightcap, and uh, Verlander starting tomorrow's day game. So, a couple of uh, former Tigers in their old haunts, pitching Re- for ready the Mets. to pound the Tigers into the ground. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> there you go. Maybe maybe one of them will hit Miggy. I hope so. (laughs) I knew you would like that. I hope they drill him. Let's get out of here. I'm Jim. He's Jordan. See you. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Bronco Nation podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode.